TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Patrick Harris. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it. Which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the hot corner for a must be a Wednesday, but it's always a Wednesday around these parts, baby. Patrick Harris here, your host, Joe Fish, doing the ones and twos. Just the two of us tonight. Come back next week. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll have a little party. Maybe we'll bring in a guest or something. Baby. Hey, man, two teams left, just the two of us. It only makes sense. I, I, I'm, I'm super cool with it. And I don't want to go, uh, you know, too baseball-y, too quick here, but... Pat on the back to the both of us with our World Series prediction. Uh, how so? Oh, because we felt the Phillies were going to beat the Padres? Yeah, we both said Astros-Phillies, baby. I'm trying I mean, to re- yeah, it was just a week before the World Series. It wasn't like a preseason prediction, yeah, but still, yeah. come on, man. I'm trying to think my preseason pre- – I think my preseason prediction was Braves-Astros. I mean, I've been on the Braves train for years. Boy, the thing is, is I got to I gotta check the tape, the loggers in it. There's a question that – they might not have been in action back then. Mm. That long ago. It was a long. On that fateful day. Long, long time ago. But hey, it's the two of us. I like it. I'm into it. We'll, we'll make it happen. There's a, there, there, there's a ton to get to. Uh, I, I, I want to derail for, for a little bit of a, of a moment, as, as I like to do in the beginning. We got a lot of baseball to get to. So don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. The World Series starts on Friday. Uh, I, I'm the kind of person that I never really care who's in the world series. Obviously I want my team or a good matchup, but I'm going to watch the world series regardless. Uh, and so I'm jacked to, to get game one on Friday. Uh, but I want to derail because I've got a couple sports thoughts that have been in my brain today. Uh, that, that Joe, we, we have microphones in front of us so we can kind of do whatever we want. Correct. Um, I believe so. And nobody's <laughs> listening anyway. I mean, so. it's it. what I say with this job is until someone literally tells us, no, you two can't go on air anymore. I don't want you doing a show. Then we'll just keep doing this. So I've been thinking about this. Uh, you, you know that you know, the rumors, Joe, about uh, if the Broncos lose this weekend, 
uh, and the Broncos being uh, Voldemort's favorite team, he who will not be named. Uh, there are rumors that if they lose this weekend, Nathaniel Hackett will get fired. You heard that, right? I have heard such yeah. rumors. That, that's pretty common knowledge right now. Everyone's talked about it all day. And then I hear that Russell Wilson is going to play this weekend. And I am here. I am normally not conspiracy theory guy. I am here to spread this conspiracy. I fully believe that Russell Wilson is playing this weekend because when they lose and suck, then they have to fire Nathaniel Hackett. Because you can't say, oh, Russ didn't play. That's why we suck. You follow on that? I do. Are you into this conspiracy theory? Or is this not even conspiracy? This is just common sense. Well, to me, I just... I. Does Russell look bad? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think he sucks. No, no. I, I'm, I'm not in the idea that people are just so, done all of a sudden. And is that Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, let's just say he can't hack it as a head coach. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sure I'm the only one that's ever said that ever. First time. Nice job, Joe. I'm, I'm serious. I haven't read it on a tweet. I, would, I'll, I will own up to something like that, but that, that is off the dome right there. Uh, yeah, and so I firmly believe that Russ is going to play to make sure his head coach, which he hates, gets fired. You know what? Um, it's a big game in London because it's uh, two teams that uh, basically have looked like poo over the last few weeks. And uh, I think it, the Jaguars' Trevor Lawrence had a quote after their second win that was, I mean, let's face it, you have to say that we're we're a good team. And then they've lost like five straight after that. <laughs> they looked good in the beginning. <laughs> so things have kind of gone off the rails for them. The Broncos, things have been off the rails the entire season. So suddenly a lot at stake in London. Big time. And and you <laughs> Between know. Between the Broncos and Jags catch the fever. And and the Jags owner, you know, he's got British ties, even though he's a Saudi dude. Uh, he would love that team to look really good in London. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's a Saudi dude. No, he's not a Saudi dude? No, I'm pretty sure he's like from Pakistan, I want to say. Uh, I've okay. read about him, but he, uh, dude, that is a self-made billionaire right there. But I'm pretty sure he's got a lot of ties throughout his life of being in London, which is why he loves Jacksonville playing in London. So he's trying to win. And then Jacksonville, for the first time since he's owned the club, is the reason that somebody else not on their club gets fired. Well, they can't fire uh, Urban Meyer in uh, Jacksonville, that's for sure. So some coach has got to go, right? <laughs> Somebody's got to go. Anyway, so that's my conspiracy theory. How, I, was it? Did Urban Meyer make it this long? Or will Hackett? Yeah, he made it this long. I'm trying to remember how how many weeks did they give him till they just canned him. I think they gave him half the season. I'd, I'd have to look, but I don't have a computer in front of me because I'm still in a closet. Although I hear this is the last week of the closet. Rumor on the street. <laughs> they say that, right? That's what Swag told me. I was talking with Swag the other day about some pilot stuff. And I had said, hey, side note, uh, I heard uh, we might be uh, might be in a fresh studio next week. And he goes, yeah, 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 I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I think that's the sentiment <clears throat> around here. And I don't think it's a matter of, like, we're going to be using the new uh, equipment. I think they're literally just moving everything into the said room. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> so it's very much a, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you're in the new studio. Technically, I'll still are take in it. the new studio. I'll so. still take it. It will sound a lot better than this. That's it, for sure. It, it's got to happen. My number two thing that I wanted to get to real quick <clears throat> is I can't believe I'm saying this, but I was just having a conversation with some friends about this. Uh, it is currently uh, 54, 53 heat over Blazers. And uh, as as we do during the NBA season, I'll always keep you up to date if Blazers are on TV, what the score is. 
So you stay here and not go listen to Voldemort on the other side. Um, this Blazer team is actually kind of fun to watch. Is uh, it not? Well, yeah, I mean... Like, there's a little bit of kind of, this is kind of cool. Well, yeah, I mean, a team that's going to go 82-0 and 0 is going to be fun, you know? I mean, that's what's going to happen. That is true. So, that um, is true. Blazers no, in four. Honestly, I, I just had this weird feeling. I understand this team came in with a lot of question marks, but I looked at this roster from top to top to bottom, and I'm like, there's some dogs on this team. We've got Lillard. We've got Anthony <clears throat> Simons, which came, who came on this uh, scene last year. Dude, Jeremy buy, Grant, Nurkic. Buy me a Josh Hart, Hart jersey right now. Josh buy Hart. me a Josh Hart jersey right now. Shane Sharp, Gary Payton II is going to be coming back soon. I'm telling you, man, this team is it's night and day difference from what we've had over the last few years, and that's all I wanted. Yeah, that's we were, all I wanted was we, just we, something different. We were kind of told that Shaden Sharp was going to be a slow ease in, and he's getting PT, and he looks good. He looks oh, really good. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's even twenty. I think he's nineteen still. Well, he didn't even play a minute. Looks at, like a grown ass Kentucky. man out there. Yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of what's going on over here. And I'm not the NBA guy. I never have been. Well, I I was in the '90s, and not this like how everybody loves to talk about oh, the physicality in the '90s. No, no, no. That's just I was young and I loved basketball back then, and I still love basketball. But the game's changed, so it's a little different. So it's not my thing. However. I'm excited to watch Blazer games. And for a non-NBA guy, I think that's a big deal. No, that uh, definitely is that. I will tell you that I checked out last year after a certain point. So, again, just, you know, it was funny watching Damian Lillard do a post-win interview in the Moda Center the other night. I was like, you know what? This is something I haven't seen in a while, right? Because he was out for such a big part of last year and the season wasn't going really well, even when he was in. So, I mean, again, just seeing him talk in a victory, I'm like, I like this. This is, I, I, I remember all this. I, th- I, I am enjoy- about this. <laughs> I enjoy this. <laughs> I am about these vibes. This makes me happy. <laughs> I know, because I, I, I've been, uh, I, I started a new job, and I, I, I leave for work pretty early, so I've, I catch a lot of dirt and spray, which you can catch every Monday through Friday from 6 to, eight, six to 9. And, you know, Bran is the kind of guy that, he, he's a diehard. He's an NBA junkie. So he's going to watch it no matter what. But if I'm watching, you might want to watch. That is a very good point. And plus, I mean, whenever you hear this music. Yep. Doesn't it just get your NBA juices flowing even more? It does. And hearing that music, I'll just go ahead and say it now. I'll take the Warriors in five against anybody. Stop. <laughs> no. No. It's just where I live, man. And it's, by the way, it's that Go Cougs lifestyle, dude. I have to root for Clay. your boy was being super petty last. He night. was being rough last but night. Granted, it was to Devin Booker, so I can't really be like too upset about it. But again, being a little petty, and after he was like one of eight from the field or something like zero for five and three, it was like mm, probably probably shouldn't be talking. Hey, man, four rings, four rings, four rings, and uh, a CBI appearance. <laughs> Ugly Dugly. Well, we got a show for you tonight. There's a lot to get to. World Series starts on Friday, but I'd like to talk how we got here. Uh, pa- did Padres melt down or are the Phillies just that hot? What the hell is the next step in New York? That is really brutal what's going on there. So I'd like to get into some of that before we actually look at the World Series. So we'll probably get to the World Series in the top of the 9 o'clock hour because I would like to get through some of this stuff. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. That'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. 
Uh, when we come back, I do want, I'm going to, Joe doesn't know I'm going to ask him this, but I'm going to ask him a question because I've been on the fence about a lot of stuff when it comes to this. It is not baseball related, but it is Patrick Harris related. Uh, and so I'm going to surprise Joe with that, and we'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Fan. State 16, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historical Fremont Bridge. You know, I, I like the shadows of the Fremont Bridge, but it really scares me when I hear that shh. Oh, you think I'm you think I'm gonna <laughs> every time, and I know you talk I, about the shizzle. Yes, like how many times have we done this show? You are a consummate professional. But still, just I knew, and I know you're going to say, I know you're going to say shadows. But still, uh, in, just, in the in the seven or eight years I've been doing this radio show, and I have sat in on every show you can think of, whether it's producing or hosting, um, I have only ever needed the dump button on the hot corner. So it's 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 an okay fear to have, Joe. Man. Yeah, just once I was on a phone call actually with Dirt and Sprague about my god awful uh, golf round, and uh, <laughs> which is fitting. I right? actually and, heard some of that. Yeah, I actually heard that. And it's fitting that I curse when I was talking about a bad <laughs> golf round. Well, you're on the phone. You're not in the in studio, the studio. Yeah, dude. You don't you don't get the vibes. You know, yeah. like you kind of walk in and you instantly go, okay, okay. I told okay. Bossman, I was like, they set me up for that. Okay, I was like, I, it's I those guys' right, fault. I walked right into that. That was not the right setting time for a phone call. No, no, not at all. Uh, so there's a lot to get to again. Like I said, we are a baseball show. I'm going to sidetrack here for a minute, but, uh, I want to talk a little, you know, coming up in 15 minutes, the Astros go to the world series, but I think the real big story that ALCS is the Yankees performance. I'd like to get into that. And is Philly just super hot or do the Padres S the bed? Did they shadow the bed? Um, so we can get into that as well. Plus we'll preview the world series at the top of the nine o'clock hour, but Joe, I'm going to put you on the spot right now for sure. Uh, I need to preface with this. This is the second time this has happened, by the way. Rashad did this to me on Sunday, on Football Sunday. Ooh, what did he ask you? He did a fill-in-the-blank segment, and it caught me off guard, and now you're doing this to me. I, I, I don't know if I'm a big fan of surprises anymore. It's okay. Now, I will preface with, you are more than welcome to say no. In no way, shape, or form should you feel obligated. Should you feel like it's bad radio if you say no? Should you feel like you and I are friends enough that you have to say yes? <laughs> okay. But, Joe, I need a co-host. I need a co-host for Beers on Us. Oh, boy. Are you interested in that? Oh, boy. Because it's been about three or four weeks without one, and I'm starting to think about giving it up. Oh, wow. It's it's like that, huh? Because I can't do it on my own. You know, and... The funny thing is, is uh, behind the scenes, Patrick, I've been working hard for you. Mm-hmm. I've uh, been trying to get some logos and images changed for some shows that a uh, he who shall not be named used to be on. And He's uh, on the radio right now. Don't switch over to him. Oh, who? I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, as I'm going through it, mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, this, uh, ne- uh, this needs to be changed to Beers on Us with Patrick Harris. And I was like, well, that... That doesn't make a lot of sense. How can it be beers on us with one, <laughs> with one guy? Person? Yeah, I was like, that sounds like, well, 
We'll see. We'll see how this goes. And Patrick, I have thought about it. You yeah. Because I, I like beer. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm similar in the sense where I, I don't know a lot, but I know enough to get me through conversations. So uh, let's just say let's, uh, let's shelve this for a conversation at another day because it is definitely something that has intrigued me. So, All right. I like the answer. Uh, there is, because also, <clears throat> let's face it, there is baseball to talk about. There is one interview question that I will say now. <laughs> Of all the crappy... Sell me this pen. Of all the shadow beers that you can drink, what is your go-to? Well, the shadow beer, that's a great question, Patrick. And those are the type of questions that I love. And uh, it really makes you think. And, uh, you know, enough time to think where you can maybe Google what a shadow beer is, you know, and find out what that is. Um so uh, really, I like all shadow beers. They're they're, I, they're all my favorites. So you and your dad are going down to Otzen, and <laughs> wasn't that you, some of the great filibustering? Yeah, I it, was, be in, it was, it I was absolutely fantastic, and I'm not letting it go. <laughs> you and your dad go down to Otzen to catch the UCLA game, which, by the way, I'm sure you guys had a blast. Oh yes, and you're in the tailgate, <clears throat> and you're about to pull into the tailgate, and you realize, oh, we got to buy some beer. <laughs> so you walk into the local corner store. And they've got all the options. Bud Light, Coors Light, Bush Light, Kokanee, Rainier, Genesee, Paps Blue Ribbon, Old English, Steel Reserve, you know, whichever fits your fancy. What do you grab? You know, it's funny because uh, we kind of did run into that predicament on Saturday. We had beer, but I know my dad. It was not enough. Yeah. So I dropped him at our tailgate spot, and I was like, I'm running down to the store real quick. I'll grab some beer. I'll be back in like 10, 15 minutes. And I know my dad. I know he he likes the blue, the blue jackets, the, the Keystones. No, 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 the Bud Light, Bud Light, the Bud Light. Light, big Bud Light fan, the so Belgian I, beer. Yep. So I went and uh, got a twelve pack. Didn't see that they were tall boys, so got a twelve pack of nice. sixteen ounces. Nice, get a Joe Fisher too. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, what we had to go along with my craft beer. But you did that for your dad. Yes. What if it's you and me, and I say, "Hey, Joe, grab some light beer." I'm. Um, I, I'm probably finding a good craft beer that's lighter. No, I just, no, I need light beer. <laughs> I need domestic light beer. I'm probably going Bud Light. Bud Light. Yep. Okay, that's okay. You didn't say Coors Light, so that's yep. great. I'm going Bud Light. Yeah, Coors Light's just, it's a little just too watery. Oh, it just tastes like green apples to me. It's just, it's really it, frustrating. It's really just nothing. And also, you know, Coors Light, I'm pretty sure they spend a lot of money on advertising here. So uh, they're fantastic also at times, and I absolutely love them. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not in sales, nor am I sponsored by anything Coors Light, so I'm going to go ahead and say that that's, that stuff's garbage. You know, let's just say this. What other cans uh, have Blue Mountains? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zero. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a Rainier guy. Absolutely made, zero. Ma- made with uh, Yakima Valley hops, mountain fresh water since, like, the late 1800s. Give it to me. I'm wearing a Rainier hat right now. You are. Well, it's, it's the Tacoma Rainiers. <laughs> but close still, enough. Still got the R. Close enough. Close enough. All right, Joe, we, we're here at the World Series, and before we dive into kind of what the, the series is going to look like, what, what, what to you do you think was more surprising? Was it, is it more surprising that the Phillies are here, or is it more surprising that the Astros kind of walked into the World Series? Great question. Um, 
I'm really not surprised about the Astros walking through the Yankees. Um, we kind of talked about it last week that I think Aaron Judge just covered a lot of warts on that team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were enamored with what was going on with him where they kind of forgot about how terrible Josh Donaldson was and um, Aaron Hicks and uh, basically everybody. So I really – and the Astros, again, dude, all season long, they've just been consistent and it. Mm-hmm. We hated to say how good they were, but it was true. So that didn't really surprise me. Um, I, 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 I would obviously have to say the Phillies then. I mean, for that to be a 4-1 series – I was thinking that would maybe go at least six, right? But um, yeah. And we'll get to it. The Padres had the chances to make it a six-game series, a seven-game series. But, you know, the Phillies, they're on one. Yeah, this, 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 it's such an interesting thing. How we got to this World Series, I mean, the, the Phillies are the, are the biggest surprise for me. I mean, that, that, that's no joke. When they walked in and they were playing the Cardinals, I was like, whoop, see ya. Because I was actually like secretly rooting for the Cardinals to go all the way, just for like Pujols and Yachty and Wayno and and just like that, you know, a solid culture and you know, baseball legacy, city and organization and stuff like that. And I was like, these guys don't have a chance. And then they beat them, and I was like, oh, okay, well, they don't got a chance against anybody else. And here they are in the World Series. I have to root for Bryce Harper for the first time in my entire life. Probably you and a lot of people. <laughs> Um, I've been talking to some people about this over the last few days since the Phillies clinched. And, um, you know, the concept of the, uh, the, the, the hate F hate F like, uh, have you, have you ever, I want to dance around this cause I don't want to be too, too misogynistic or anything, but have you ever met somebody that you oh, like, yeah. disliked so much that you kind of just wanted to really yep, I'm, I got, get into that? Yep, yep. And I get what you're going. This is uh, Hot Corner After Dark. This is Hot Corner After <laughs> Dark. <not> forget. <laughs> Shadows of the Fremont Bridge. Um, I think I'm sure I, there's a lot of that going into <laughs> I'm this. I'm sure there is a lot. Shadows of the Fremont Bridge. I think I have graduated to the point that Bryce Harper is now my hate F. Okay. <laughs> he is officially my sports hate F. Because there's no way I'm rooting for those trash can cheating losers in Houston. No, man, it's um But Bryce, if you've listened to this show over the last seven, eight years, however long it's been, I am so critical and so hard on this guy, but I keep talking about him so much that maybe there's a little bit of a jealousy, inner love thing going on. Yeah, it's um well, man, it sometimes happens in sports where you just dislike a team or player, very much dislike them, hate, like mm-hmm. you said. And then over time, they just kind of, I don't know, if proving you wrong is the right way to put it, but because you know they're good, right? But it's almost just kind of like they throw it back in your face so many times that after a while you're just like, all right, I got to respect it. It happened with me in the San Antonio Spurs, hated them for years, couldn't stand them. And then when they just mopped the floor with the heat that one year in the finals, I was just like first LeBron year. Um, I believe so. Yeah, I was. No, that was the uh, the last LeBron the last year. one. Right, right. I was just like, all right, you, you got me here. Like you guys. Oh, first are, LeBron is Dallas. Uh, correct. I was like, you guys. All right, you're amazing. I was wrong. You're right. So again, Bryce. But, that, but that's different because I was like that. I was like that with Jeter and Verlander. Jeter and Verlander, for, through most of my life, I was like, I hate that guy. But I never came around to be like, all right, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, It was just like, okay, you're good. I get it. I'm going to stop hating you because it's exhausting, and be I'll real. just he let you be you. Let's be real. He wasn't that good. Who? 
Derek Jeter. The the the, the bona fide Hall of Famer. I mean, he wasn't that good. <laughs> Four rings, baby. Oh God. Yeah, but come on. But did I never he, got. Did to he the, really have to go diving into the stands? I for never. That catch? I, I know. I, I never got to the point where I was kind of like, all right, maybe I secretly kind of like Verlander. Maybe I secretly kind of like Jeter. No, it was just like I'm tired of hating these guys. They're clearly good. I'm over it. Bryce is now at the point where it's like, oh man, I. I kind of like you. Well, again, I think there's some factors playing into it, like huge plus for him, right? But also just the matter of like, if the Phillies in were really good, say division winners, best in the National League, maybe it wouldn't have as much allure to it. Um, I think also the narrative over the last few years of him leaving Washington, they win it right after he leaves. Maybe this kind of such a punch to the face. And I made fun of him for so long. Oh yeah. It. I'm sure he's I been, still do. Yeah. He's probably been hearing it for a while. So like he's maybe on this, you know, FU tour of, all right, well, we're going to go and do this. And really the second half of the season, they've been on a tear and playing really well. Um, so they definitely are a matter of a team catching fire at the right moment, but he is the catalyst. Like he is insane mm-hmm. right now. And that's, that's the thing, man, is he can be as douchey as he wants. But when it comes to baseball, again, there's some players that when it comes to who they are on the field, on the court, whoever, it's like, dude, they just ball out, and I'd love them for it. It's, it's, he's, he's doing that right now. It's a big part of this conversation my wife and I have all the time and me and some friends have all the time, separating art from the artist. It, yeah, man. And it might be time for me to separate the art from the artist when it comes Exa- to players. Yeah, it happens a lot where you see someone do something off the field, and whether he's on your team or not, you're like, man, I really like that guy. It's like, well – I I just want to focus on the game and what's you know on the field and so it, it's tough that balancing act basically of morality. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I want to get more into the Phillies and how that Padres series uh, turned out. We'll do that in about fifteen minutes. But when we come back, I still want to I, like I've like I've been teasing. I still want to get into how we got here, as I think some of those conversations are a lot more fascinating than what we have before the World Series, and a game hasn't played. So we really don't know how this is going to go out. You can have some things. We'll get to the World Series at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. When we come back, I want to talk about Astros-Yankees. And there are some moments that the Astros were great and showed why they're great, but I, I can't help but think about this ser- that series was more about the Yankees than it was the Astros. We'll do that next. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty is the fan text line. Let you interact with us throughout this entire show. Brandon texting in, saying his favorite beer is Fort George. That's great. I love that you love Fort George. We're talking about the light beer, brother. And then this other one, I go Hams or Montucky. Uh, I take Hams every day over Montucky. Montucky's too sweet for me. And Hams has got that kind of like OG love to it. Hams feels like dirty old domestic beer. Yeah. Like even, in a good way. Even the, the can. Like the old. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, oh, baby. Yeah. That definitely looks like it's like you guys, you look like you shouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> yeah. How, you but know, there's the, a, but uh, there's a lot of you here. You look like that, uh, that beer bar that loves to have old vintage stuff around. You look like you'd be there in the forefront, but no, but no, they 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 got cans behind the bar, and they're fresh. Hams, baby. Hams with two M's. What a great name, too. What a great name. 
Uh, coming up in the second hour, we'll preview the World Series, and in 15 minutes, we'll switch over to the National League. But I do want to start here in in the American League. Um, Astros, Yankees, it, it's funny. I'm an American League guy. I always have been, uh, and I probably always will be, despite, you know, I mean, I watch all baseball, but I've always rooted for American League fan, American League teams, so you kind of end up finding yourself stuck in that league more often than not. Joe, do you agree as an Oriole fan? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just, you, you know the teams a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a style. I mean, who knows? I mean, the, the style might change with the DH. How many games is it that each team plays, like, in their division every in your divi- year? It's like 19. No, uh, for uh, total. So, I mean, if, I mean, if it's 19 times four, I guess you're looking at about 60-something games yeah, per year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you play a lot of the teams in your division, and you get used to kind of that league style of play, style of managers, style of pitching, style of hitting, etc. The Astros-Yankees series was an interesting one to me. I, I wasn't as glued into it as I was in the National League side. And I think a lot of that has to do with, look, I thought Yankees-Guardians was a really great series. I really enjoyed that. It, it's kind of like boring baseball that a lot of people probably weren't into. A lot of early games, especially when they were in Cleveland, so it's not like got a ton of eyeballs on it. But I thought as like a, a nerdy baseball fan, I thought that series was really fascinating. I actually thought Cleveland was the better team of the two of them, despite the Yankees coming out on top. And so when it got to Yankees-Astros, I think in game one I watched like three innings and was like, oh, no, this is not going to be fun. And sure enough, the Astros absolutely dominated the Yankees in that situation. And and I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think to myself, you know, not just for like show prep, but also just for myself as a baseball fan, trying to think like, what's wrong? What's missing here? And at the end of the day, what I found out is that I can't find a whole lot of what's right with the Yankees. The closest thing I could come to, because we, we, when you when you got guys like Aaron Judge, who is so devastating to you if 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 you let him be, like and and if and if he doesn't play well, it's probably a good game plan. You know, I, I can understand that. So if you're that far, if you're in the ALCS, if you're trying to get to a World Series, if you're trying to win a World Series, you can't rely on your best player to do it all for you. Other guys got to step up. We saw that with San Diego. We saw that with Philly, and we'll get to that in about 10 minutes or so. So if if Judge is rendered kind of not impactful, I don't have a big deal with that. But outside of maybe a little bit from Anthony Rizzo, there is just nothing in that lineup. I thought starting pitching was really rough. Garrett Cole was all over the place to me. He looked very emotional, um, which... I know I know. when Voldemort was on this show, he would talk about, well, that's kind of how he is, and you get ups and downs. You know, Scherzer can be very emotional. But the thing with Scherzer is it's mostly ups. It's very rarely downs. And to me, it feels like Garrett Cole's in a big big situation, can't get it done. Uh, 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 Neris, he's in a big position. He can't get it or. God, why am I blanking? The, the the number two, the guy with the dope mustache on uh, the Yankees, uh, Nestor Cortez. There you go, bud. He he is also both of us were just like ah, I, I know, I know. Ah, he is also not able to go the distance. It looked like he had a little bit of an injury or something. He had to come out. That wasn't great. Luis Severino, 
Like, you're not there. The bullpen comes in. It's just not there. They're, yeah, the really only thing out of the bullpen that can do anything is Clay Holmes. Other than that, it's a mess out there. Right, and so you're looking at these decisions, you know, whether they play I, IKF or or they don't play him, you know. Like, who's going to – is is Stan going to play in left or is he going to DH? So not only do I think the pitching staff is rough, I think the hitters are not following through if Judge is rendered, you know – which 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 is a smart move by any team. Cleveland did it too. They're like, just don't pitch to the guy. Make somebody else hurt us. And nobody else hurt them. And the Astros did the same thing. So the hitting I don't love, the pitching I don't love, and these these in-game and pre-game, post-game adjustments from Aaron Boone, I also don't love. I mean, the other day I saw on the back of the on the back of the Daily Post in New York was you gotta spend money to make money or, or some some stupid line like that. And they've got, they've got Aaron Judge on there, and they've got Justin Verlander, Carlos Correa, and they've got Edwin Diaz, Sugar Diaz, all photoshopped into Yankee uniforms. Like, we need to spend money, and we need to go get these guys. That's a billion dollars right there just in four dudes. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Judge is going to cost $400 million. Yeah. And and that that's half a billion. And you're going to go get Verlander for what, two, three years? You're going to lock in Correa for 10? You're going to lock in Sugar Diaz for four? Like, that's a billion dollars right there. It's good stuff there uh, smoking over there in New York. And, and your payroll is already number two. So, I don't know. I... I don't want to just bang on the Yankees, and this is a little bit where I miss Voldemort. I don't want to just bang on him, but there are serious, serious problems in this team. You know, it's like, it's like a Green Bay Packers situation. You have Aaron Rodgers. You have one of the best fan bases in, in, in the NFL. You have one of the best home field advantages in the NFL, and you're just not good. And that doesn't make sense to me. And the Yankees are kind of that thing, too. Like, you are not good. Who who outside of Aaron Judge do you look at the New York Yankees and say, that guy's a starter on every other World Series contending team? Well, I mean... Anthony Rizzo? Maybe. Maybe. You know, Anthony Rizzo? I would say yes. I, li- I like Rizzo. I think he's really solid defensively, and he's a good leader. Glaber Torres, maybe. Maybe Glaber Torres? But IKF, I mean, they traded him from Texas because they signed Corey Seager, and they were like, yeah, we don't need him on the bench. Josh Donaldson, he's been passed around since he was in Toronto. Yeah, he's been very bad. Aaron Hicks is terrible. Harrison Bader, he looked phenomenal in the the postseason. The one guy that actually looks legitimate is the guy that they traded for. But he's playing out of his skis, and everybody knows he's a defensive guy, not an offensive guy, so you can't rely on that. And so that leaves you with Judge. And the, and, the, and the catcher situation is like most teams in baseball, that you're not worried about a catcher hitting. You just need them to call good games. So there's that. Outside of Garrett Cole, I mean, is it, Cortez would probably be maybe a three or four starter. But if you put Cortez on the Phillies, he's not ahead of Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler. If you put him on the Padres, he's not ahead of Blake Snell, you Darvish. He might not even be ahead of Mike Clevenger, even though he had a better year than Clev. You put him on the Braves, he's not ahead of Max Freed. You put him on the Mets, sure as hell is not ahead of Scherzer or DeGrom. 
I actually think it's probably more amazing that the Yankees got as far as they did, considering how bad this team is. You said it best, Joe. Aaron Judge covers up a lot of warts. And I think right now, if you're a Yankee fan, hell, I'd almost just blow the whole thing up. Well, that's... Sign and trade Judge and see if see if there's market value for Cole and maybe just load up on prospects and be bad. But the problem is, is the Yankees aren't going to do that. Also, am I crazy? Like, I feel like I don't see a lot of sign and trades in the MLB. No, you don't. Okay. Um, but also... Because there's, there's no, like, a, there's no like a, a hometown love like in the NBA where if you re-sign as an unrestricted free agent, you can make more money by re-signing with your team. So you see the sign and trades in basketball a lot more. Yeah, you're right. You don't see that in baseball. But um, again, like Judge, I go back and forth because there's part of me that goes like, man, Judge, uh, he had the option, obviously, signed before the season and did not. Mm-hmm. And so you he bet at, on himself, right? Which you look at it, <laughs> it's maybe the greatest bet in the history of gambling for sure. But you look at it and you're like, okay, well, look at the season. He just had the Yankees would be stupid not to re-sign him and give him a huge deal. Well, I mean, judge, he could have signed with him last year and he didn't. So is it a matter of like, man, he just, maybe he knows that what the organization is and how bad Cashman is and Boone and just at how this team is looking where he's like, no, I will go. I will go play somewhere else. I don't care to play for the Yankees. Yeah, it's awesome, but whatever. I can do this anywhere. Hopefully, you know. I'm sure people thought that about Albert Pujols, but um, <laughs> the Angels sure as hell did. But again, that's where I say with the Yankees is like, you know what, man? I know things look really iffy right now, but if I were you. Give Aaron Judge whatever he wants, and then fifty percent, a hundred percent more. Give him a stake in the ownership, whatever he wants. Lock him up and figure out everything else. Because if you at least have him signed on for the rest of his genie mm. life, basically as a Yankee, it's just one thing you won't have to worry about ever. And you've got an empty pocketbook. Yeah, or, or you you got a, you got blank checks for days. Exactly. You're, you're so, the New York Yankees. You're you're the most valuable franchise in American sports. So I think, and he, you're like top five in the world. So I think you make that happen. I think if fire Aaron Boone, I think without a doubt, you know, I don't know how Cashman loses any power, but somehow figure that out. <laughs> but um, I think that again, you just what are your priorities going into this offseason? And I think it's re-signing the best player in baseball, and that's Aaron Judge. And again, giving him whatever he wants and more. Yeah, but then now you're starting to see other things leak out. For example, there's a lot of players on the Yankees that believe Aaron Judge should be given the captain's armband, which is a big deal in New York. I mean, in my entire life, there's only been two captains in the history of the Yankees. It's Don Mattingly and Derek Jeter. And before that, before Don Mattingly, I believe was Thurman Munson. And before him was like Yogi. You know, like it, it is a prestigious award, a prestigious title to have for the Yankees. But then it comes out that Anthony Rizzo is open to re-sign with the Yankees, who's, in my opinion, probably your second best offensive player. And he says if he he's interested in re-signing, but only if he gets the captain's armband. So now you've oh got my so so now you've got issues there in the clubhouse. And then number two, this new reports coming out of San Francisco that the Giants are saying publicly we will not be outbid for Aaron judge. We will pay him whatever anybody else is willing to pay him. So now they've just got to convince him to play for the giants. If I'm a Yankee fan, I'm extremely concerned. I am extremely concerned that you might have turmoil in the clubhouse. 
You've got a manager that nobody believes in, a GM that was great 20 years ago. I I I I I don't know. I I'd, I'd probably just blow the whole thing up. No, I I get that perspective, but I also get what you said right after it like 6 7 minutes ago that the Yankees won't do that. I mean it, it, no, they won't. So that's where I say you can't miss the playoffs if the if you're the Yanks. You and if and if this team doesn't have Aaron Judge, this team is not a playoff team. Well, and again like if he if that whole captain armband thing is up for debate, Anthony Rizzo again must be smoking some good stuff over in New York because I don't know who the hell he thinks it, he is. Well, he knows he was the captain of the Cubs who won a World Series for the first I time since 1908. If I'm like the New York Yankees, I'm like kick rocks, dude. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Did totally. you just jack sixty two home runs? <laughs> yeah, right. God. Right. Are you putting butts in the seats? Yeah, Probably no, not. I, like I said, I give Aaron Judge whatever he wants. Gives him a give him a C. Give him a Q, give him whatever letter he wants. And again, dude, this is the most could potentially be the most important Yankee. Yeah, since Derek Jeter. Yeah. Look what he just did. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, he's talked about next to guys like Roger Maris. Yep. That's a big deal. And Babe Ruth. All right, when we come back, I want to flip over to the National League as I found that NL NLCS absolutely captivating. Two really fun teams that got hot at the right time, slayed the Giants. And then came the not the team, but the slayed the big boys, and then and then came to a head. I want to switch over to that and see how we got to the World Series between the Phillies and the Padres. We'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner Portland Sports Leader, ten eighty. The- the Hot Corner on ten eighty. The fan. Coming up in the second hour, we'll get into our World Series preview. Did you know the World Series starts on Friday? I am aware. Joe, oh, were you asking me or just like asking the general audience? Oh, that that was just out in the blog. Got you. Well, answer 503-250-1080. Did you know the World Series starts on Friday? Uh, Joe, we talked about this a little bit last week uh, in the abysmal scheduling of the MLB, and it was funny. I was listening to Dirt and Sprague this morning, and they were kind of talking. And, and Dirt, who's a baseball guy, you know, Andy's a big baseball guy. Uh, I think outside of probably you and me, Andy's probably number three. I mean, Andy might be more of a baseball guy than you. Uh, I would, I would put him above me. Yeah, as long as the Giants are good, then yes, I'll put him <laughs> above me. Uh, and he was talking about last night, Tuesday night. He was sitting around his house, and he like. Starting to make dinner, starting to think, did some chores. And, you know, it's so funny. Those guys get up at, like, 4.30 in the morning. So he was like, it was 4 o'clock. I'm starting to make dinner. And I was like, damn, you eat dinner at 5? Oof. I eat dinner at, like, 7.30. But that that's their schedule. Anyway, he was talking about it, and he was like, man, what am I going to watch tonight? He was like, I turned on a little bit of the TNT doubleheader. I wasn't really into it. And he talked about how he flipped over to some hockey. There was a decent Rangers game on. But he also wasn't really into that, and he was thinking, why isn't the World Series today? And I will push that question to you, Joe. The World Series is on Friday and Saturday as game one and game two. Friday, in theory, should be good. There's no good college bas- college football games on. I don't know how many people really give an S about high school football. That's not my realm. But Saturday, you're going up against... You know, whatever, especially on the West Coast, you're going up against probably whatever Pac-12 after dark is and whatever CBS Fox 
4 o'clock, 5 o'clock game is. Why aren't we in game two of the World Series today? Um, I, I, I'm not sure, but quite honestly, I'm happy that we aren't. I'm happy we're getting kind of like the Super Bowl NBA Finals treatment of time off and, hey, this is the official start date because I, I said to you last week, I feel like I don't know when the games are, what time, when the hell they're happening. So to me, to have some days to kind of recuperate and figure out what the schedule mm, is and mm, when it starts. Like, I, I Chill out for a moment. Exactly. Because also it's like, man, I'm going to start going off about this scheduling thing. I, I'm just, <laughs> just going to stop. But it's the World Series. You know, Give it time to breathe. Build up the momentum. The uh, ALCS and NLCS finished on the same days. So it's not like you have to do this whole, well, one team finished a couple days before at whatever. Right, and I don't think we expected that to happen either. No, it usually doesn't happen like that, I feel like, either. But, again, I enjoy this break just so, again, I can be like, all right, let me figure out the schedule at least for the first four games so I can watch some postseason baseball uh, consistently here, please. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and uh, I I do want, you know, coming up in the second hour, we will get into uh, our World Series preview. I just think the LCS series were, were were very much something to talk about. We went a little long with the Yankees, so we'll come back at the top of the second hour. Uh, we'll get into how the Phillies got to the World Series and that dramatic series against the Padres. And is is the future still bright for the Padres? Did they overachieve? Are the Phillies playing with some magic or are they something real? I'd like to get into a lot of that next. There's a, as I've mentioned him multiple times today, as my good friend, Andy Jer Johnson would say loaded second hour. Don't go anywhere. Hot corner. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 